Ah, uh, yeah. And welcome back. What to, yeah, I think it's been like an eternity to another episode of Controllers and Couches. I am one part of the duo, the Full Metal Chicken. And I am Lestef. And it has been eons. Like, it absolutely felt eons. like eons. Yeah, so everyone's like, yeah, where have they been? Did they quit? Oh, did Chicken get, you know, sent off to the farm? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, all is well. Just, you know, it's a true season. A true season, indeed. A true season. I think it's going to be a true season for a while. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta love that O2 season. Um, I tell you what, it's been ridiculous how much you know we've uh, you know missed. You know, it's just there's nothing to do though. Like literally, you can't. You can go outside, go to work. That's it, pretty much. See, I don't even trust myself to go outside. The furthest I've been is the um, letterbox, letterbox, and the clothesline because I'm just convinced. Because we had a lot of police activity in our area because we live in an area with a lot of idiots who are breaking. Let's call it what it is the law yeah um so i just don't want to get a twenty-three thousand dollar fine and i also don't want to get sick see that's the thing like everyone's running around um like muppets and seeing people react just today watching someone lose their freaking mind over bread I, had to, I went and did the, the weekly shop at the... More like a monthly. The, I did a monthly Jeez. shop at the stupid market. And there were people freaking out over used-by dates. Oh, my God. Why did people freak out over used-by dates? I don't get it. It's bread. Oh, I should make it myself. Then make it yourself. They've been doing it that for, you know, centuries. You know, whoop de do. Exposed. I don't yeah. Know. So... But seeing everyone else with their, you know, vlogs and their YouTube and their TikToks and everything, just seeing how much stupid shit people are doing, it makes me realise I've literally just been playing Call of Duty. You know, I'm nearly, well, there. Ribbons, not even close. Don't even bother. There's like, what, four days, five days to get everything. And I'm just like... Besides playing with you guys last week. You know, it's like, I don't think you're going to make it either. I mean, I, know, I definitely know I'm not going to make it. Oh, I, I'm only 155. I, I am not... I oh, finished my battle pass three a month ago. I don't think I'm going to get there. Not even close. I think it's over. Yeah. All the ribbons that I completed, nah, I'm still not going to finish. Yeah, you're not going to make it. Honestly, though, apparently they announced season six. Yeah. And I can honestly say... I'm tired. I am tired. And I am dirty. <laughs> you think they're like, people are going to give up on number six? No. Because apparently they're going to do some Cold War crossover bullshit. Uh. And, um, allegedly now, uh, all the skins you buy, like operator skins and stuff, you can use that in so that Warzone means... next game. Yeah, so he's in Cold War Warzone. Allegedly. Um, so those characters are going over into that game. Yeah, like if you've purchased content. But what about if you've unlocked it? Uh, I, I don't know, dude. Like, it doesn't make sense. No, because technically if you paid for the, you know, season pass... And they're releasing... I didn't read it, because I put it in the show notes. Apparently they're putting a tra- like a subway in. Yeah. Um... I put it in the show notes because I wanted to talk about it later in the news, but there's a one, two, three, four, five, that's seven. Yeah, that's seven. 
Um, and he goes around like the whole of the dance where obviously it's underground. And in the picture, it looks like they've repaired the stadium. Okay. Um, but it's still open. Like oh. the top is open, but the blast isn't as damaged. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently... Oh, so if you're Australian, it comes out on the 30th of September, which is a Wednesday. And normally they do it on a Thursday, don't they? Yeah. Um, so be prepared for 3.30 or 4.30, whatever it is, to suddenly everyone's internet's going to do that. Allegedly, they've rumoured three new weapons, the R700 sniper rifle, the AA-12 auto shoddy, um, the Sval rifle. Um, we don't know if there's going to be any more live events. <sighs> but yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Mino no ese. Mino no ese. Mino no. Look, I'm just bored. Do you know what I mean? And the alpha came out, and we're uh, Xbox players. Yeah. And we're going to get into that a bit later, but I'm glad because I would have actually cancelled my pre order with the shit I saw on the alpha. Wow. It looks so clunky. We watched Jev play it. Um, we watched Doctor play it. Um, who else did we watch? We watched some Doctor, kids yeah. on YouTube, uh, not YouTube, uh, Twitch, run through it. Just, it just looked so clunky. Talking about clunky, the people who run mods, holy shit! Do I have beef? Do we have beef? What's that kid's name? I honestly can't remember. Um, I wonder if that video is even still up. Let me go to my Twitch history, and but essentially. It's he was doing it in the open. Like you couldn't, he couldn't make it any more obvious. Yeah. So this kid had wall bait. I don't even know what they call it. Um, and he had this thing where it puts a stick figure of where the enemy was. Tells yeah. you what weapon they're using, what their secondary is, how many rounds they have for each, uh, what their health is, their distance away from you, and if they're in, like, say for example, they're behind a wall, it's red. But if they're in their quote-unquote field of view, it turns green. Yeah, and it's just stupid. I've seen some people troll people in um, CSGO. And then they're like, oh, nah, it's just the chair. So, yeah, essentially the main ones that everyone knows, are you've got your aimbot, you've got your wall hacks. Um, radar, for instance, you know, radar. If you've got a radar hack, you see everyone on the map. Um, and they've got aimbots and shit, which have always been around. But now, um, let me tell you, they're now doing... Um, they brought it all over to infected, yeah. ground more infected, reinfected, whatever the hell it's called. I think he's taking his video down. I can't. I sent the link to someone, so I'll have to check him out. He probably got banned. No, he wouldn't have gotten banned. No one's getting banned. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't make sense. Absolutely stupid. But it is what it is. So you know, what do you do? And then the other, when we were playing last week, we were playing shoot the ship, and we're in shoot house, and I think we were playing. Hard point because we were playing with the guys. Yeah. And the enemy team, you know how there's the one in Shantytown, but it's behind the wall? Yep. Um, if, as you run through the junkyard. And they were camping out there. And so I ain't stupid. I'm going to get my AR, my M4, and I'm going to spray wood because you could get a wall bang and you know where they are and you kill them. And they don't know you're there, right? Because they're exactly. not smart enough to shoot back. And I did that and they're like, you bitch. Your wall hacking, and it's like literally child, because you could see it, because that was the um, kill cam yeah. at the end. It was the play of the game, because all four of them were camping back there. And it's like, you can see me shoot in a straight line, 
at what would be like waist height until I got the hip markers and then going after all the others. So it's not wall hacking. And the bit where you literally see a guy at shoot house, for instance, and he's hiding up the back of the map and he shoots literally through cross map map (laughs) through the walls like literally through just solid literally across and then you see the camera shot and he's under the map and we saw um hackers when i was playing with rob um or waiting for your xbox to like the server to let you in um because the call of duty servers have been shit and we were playing and the guys were we were in the quarry version of reinfected yeah and they were in the wall and they're just spraying everyone with the little minigun yeah machine gun whatever yeah it's minigun called. it's the honestly fuckery. pathetic I mean obviously we've all used game cheats at some point in sandbox mode do you know mode. what game bo- you know what cheats I used need for speed most wanted you know how you get the three cards yeah and whichever one you choose you either got money or you got points or you got the person you were versing's car yeah that's what I used like for because I wanted the car. See, that's a game that we need to replay. You say that, but unfortunately it's not on the um, sale. You know how they were doing a Blizzard Activision yeah. sale? Up to 60% off. It wasn't on there. Heat was on there, though. Yeah. And a few of the others, but I didn't most want it there anymore. Got to find the disc. But that's the thing. You know, seeing people, mostly PC, do all the dodgy shit, but it's really blatant and... This particular guy... But when you get them, they, they rage with the force of a thousand suns. And you see them, like, for instance, classic example, sniper rifle with, you know, high explosive rounds. If you get hit with the Ritec AMR... You should go down. You're in deep shit. Like, if I hit a helicopter with a few rounds from that, it's gone. Mm. I hit a tack vehicle a few times. It's, it's gone. gone. <laughs> I hit a UAV. It's gone. But when you shoot a hacker and you know, literally know they're hackers just by the gameplay, everything, where they're situated, you hit them with 15 rounds from one of those bad boys and nothing happens. And then you see them run around the corner. But then they accuse you of being the hacker. Like we were playing Plunder last week, again, like you, myself and Rob. And um, remember how we had the bounty? And the guy ran upstairs and I'm like, oh, he's in the crosslink because he was in quarry and he was between the two buildings. And so I have tracker on because I forgot to change it to my other thing. So I've run up the stairs and I see his red footprints. So I spin around and then I yeah. get him and then he's like, you bitch, you're hacking. How would you know I was there? And then that's when the audio cuts out. Yeah. And see, even seeing that happen, like the ability for them to just snap on, it's... Watching Jev too, watching him play and seeing people who just snap on, you go, yeah, not possible. I don't know. So, yeah. It is what it is. Look, they're still going to make money from it. But I was hoping that they'd give us a break before the new game. Um, But it is what it is. Yeah, I don't think they will. It's just they want to churn out as much money as possible. Yeah. Massive amounts of money. All the money. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, we'll just take a slight detour, but I saw this trending on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. And apparently archaeologists unearthed 27 sarcophagi in an ancient Egyptian city. Um, and the bodies inside were obviously mummified because they're sarcophagus. But yep. they've been sealed for like 2.5 thousand years. Joy. 
Uh, what could go wrong? This is not the year. Put them no, back. Put them back. This is not the year. But you um, look at it and look how perfectly preserved the wood is. Which means... And the paint. It's crazily, crazily... Built. Built. And that's the thing too, because once you start getting exposed to the air, that means that it hasn't been exposed to no. any elements whatsoever. No, there's no decay. Um, it's in... It was in the city of the dead found beneath Saqqara, Egypt. It's just, you know... Seeing stuff like that. Watch the uh, British Museum come and say, sorry, we had ownership of privileged yeah. sites. They're ours now. Bye. Arseholes. Take them. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying they need to give them back to the yeah. people of Egypt. That's what I'm saying. Because essentially, you know, we've all seen... Maybe they've, uh, you know, created a film site for the new mummy. Maybe this is it. Oh, you know. Let's never go there 2,500 years in the making. Let's never go there again. I'm talking about Tom Cruise's one. Oh, don't even get me started with Tom Cruise. What's happening with that new Top Gun movie that was supposed to be out now? Uh, hopefully, is that going direct to Netflix? Uh, most likely. Let me just Google this. Tog Gun. Top Gun. That gun pump. That's what I'm typing. Yeah. But apparently, Mulan has made bank on um, POV. Literally. But also, it costs... Say that if you were not allowed to go to the movie, there was no pandemic. Yeah. We would pay the exact same amount of money to get two tickets as yeah. we would to get it Yeah. Pay Another thing is, they don't have to pay theatres, they don't have to pay middlemen, nothing. It's just direct money to them. Yeah, but you know what? Because so many people bought it, now it shows them that they have a market to do this. And now they will do it. They may not bring their, you know, new movies to cinemas at all. This could be... Imagine that. Imagine they if this was just... A case of, no, nah, forget it. We're not bringing it to cinemas anymore. Stuff it. We'll just bring it straight to, you know, Disney Plus. There you go. Cut out the middleman. Um, apparently, it's going to... Allegedly, it's going to be released in Spain on the 23rd of December 2020. But it's going to be released everywhere else 2021. Oh, joy. Whatever that means. Whatever that... Just... It's going to be shit. No sense. It's going to be yeah, bad. Yeah, $152 million budget. I feel so sorry for the plane that had to carry Tom Cruise's ass. Uh, no, uh, 2nd of July now. Okay, it was so probably a Scientologist who carried his ass. Scientology did carry his ass. That's a different <laughs> story. Oh, jeez. So, but yeah, if anyone interested to uh, you know hear more about Scientology, you know, follow a link that's in our library. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. Insta plug. So. All right, uh, talking about Insta plug. Have you heard of the Woolies Ushis? Well, you have because you came home with nearly yeah, I bought 30 some. Months. You didn't buy them. You get you qualified. Yeah, I got them free. So, in case anyone's been living under a rock, um, the Woolworths supermarket chain has these Ushi things, which are little plasticky. They smell kind of like the '90s plastic, but barely. Yeah, it's like, not the hard one. No, it's just like cut. Cut, yeah. So, um, and they it's a cross promotion with Disney Plus. So you've got Marvel and you've got Disney and Pixar. And Pixar, got yeah. Woody. Yeah, go to Woody. Um, but anyway, um, apparently they came out today and the CEO of Woolies said that they're going to have to force to end wow. the promotion. 
because of unprecedented high demand. Um, and apparently it's going to keep going in Victoria because they delayed our launch. Yeah. So we're going to get the rest of the stock nationally. And then everything else and is everyone just... else is going to have to deal. Bye-bye. Um, and people are literally just spending hundreds of dollars online to qualify to get the Ushis. And people are apparently allegedly trying to tear into Woolworths if they're not getting their Ushis, according to this Jeez. News Plus, uh, sorry, news.com.au finance article. Wow. Um, because technically you qualify for it. Yeah. Well, you know, either like, either they get them or they don't. So you look at it and go, ooh, there's a lot of uh, stuff to be, you know, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot yeah. of things to be taken. Well, it was supposed to finish on the 20th of October. But it's still pumping out. But it'll allegedly, according to current projections... The, the country will run out by the end of the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So they thought they had two months worth of stuff or six weeks, but they don't. And you know the other thing too? I reckon there are people who've actually stolen them. Oh, you're telling me staff ain't stealing them? I reckon they would have. I reckon there'd be some, you know, some people who'd be just, you know, adding in shit here and there. It's a, it's, I don't want to say conspiracy because it's not, but it's a buying tactic. Yeah. To be like, oh yeah, just another 30 bucks and come in and keep buying them. They did the same thing with the, um, not Taz cards, but they look like Taz cards. Yep. Tazos. Ta- yeah, that's it. Um, they did that like a couple of years ago. We still yeah. got a whole bag. Just. Of unopened ones we're going to give to kids we know. Just because, um, you know, meh. What it is, what it is. And then you told me, like, apparently you have to pay, what was it, 10, 15 bucks yep. to get the display box. But what if you have doubles? I'm assuming. You have to buy more boxes. I don't know. Maybe you just do, like, a swap. Like, why do I need three stormtroopers? I don't think you do. Why do I have two princess layers? I don't know. Why do I have two Yodas? What if I wanted five baby Yodas? Yeah, just play swapsies. Why do I have two Captain Marvels, one that's color correct and one that's, like, a red jelly one with fake glitter in it? Okay. And then you told me that these are apparently rubbers, as in like pencil They look rollers. like erasers. They've got holes in them. To sit on your pen or some shit. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's how you sit them in the case. Maybe the case has like a peg. Hmm, possibly. Um, I'm not doing any more promotion marketing for this. That's <laughs> my day. That's it. I expect my check in two weeks, guys. Thanks. Isn't it Steve McCain or some shit like that? Yeah. I don't know. He sends me emails once a week. <laughs> Give us that check. Give us that money. Um, okay, talking about giving us money, this is it. This, this we're going to talk about. Well, not really, because then that's the last thing. But yeah, um, we're going to talk about what really grinded our gears this fortnight. I guess it's been a week because PS Five went out last week and Xbox went out yesterday. Yep. Um, it was <laughs> bullshit. Like seriously, that was bullshit. Had we missed out, just okay, this would be a completely different podcast. Had we missed out on purchasing a console, like if we had missed out on purchasing a next gen console, rage, major, major rage. But seeing the website load, load, refresh, 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 and there it was, it was like, okay, we secured. However, the debacle with the PS5 where they ran out in under 15 minutes. It depended which retailer you bought it from. Yeah. Because every retailer had a separate issue. So let's rewind to the release of PS5. Um, we knew we didn't want to get one because we weren't interested. Like the Spider-Man looks awesome. But yeah. realistically, I'm not going to pa- play Miles 
Miles of Spider-Man because I will be playing Cold War or I'll be playing Halo. Yeah, Halo. Right? See, the other thing is, over the, as much as I talk about COD, I have played an absolute shit ton more Halo I play I Halo COD. because playing with you is fun in story mode. I fuck and around in Halo. And when you do dumb shit because you have to explore every single little pixel yeah. in the one million pixel landscape and, see, that's and I get thing. shitty, what I like to do is throw a plasma grenade. Yeah. So I travel far enough that Michael, Michael you know how you, your teammate character speed jumps? Yep. What I do is deliberately, when I hear that you're snapping to me, I like to toss a plasma grenade. Yep. And then I like to kill you. Yeah. And then I'm like, don't you leave me here again. And then you're like, but it's a game. But anyway. Yeah. So we had a look at the PS5 lineup. We weren't, like, there's some cool, if there had have been um, infamous third son. Third son. I would have been like, Michael. We got it. I'm doing it. Yeah, right. The PS5. This is what we're doing. But it ain't happening. If there was another um, Until Dawn exclusive for the PS5, and it wasn't cross-platform like um, Little Hope is, they would have had my money. Yeah. So, it goes live, and Sony and the Australian retail. We can only speak of Australian retailers being JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. EB Games, um, and that's it, right? Unless you want to go to Amazon. Or you want to... I don't think Sony lets you purchase online like Xbox did. I don't think they do. But I, someone, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. And so, we weren't purchasing, but we just wanted to have a look, right? Yeah. And you're an EB member. We use your account. Yeah. So I signed in under your account. And I've gone, oh shit, they pre-ordered everything. Like, they closed it for a little while. Yeah, and then... And then they're like, holy shit. EB must have been like, holy shit, we don't have enough. Like, we've got... The volume is so high, we need to open up a second one. Yeah. And then so they opened up a... They called it a post-2020 um, launch. And then they let people purchase. And in who knows how many thousands of people purchase stock that doesn't exist yet. Right? Yeah. And here's the thing, though. Apparently, EB Games only had 75,000 units available for launch day orders. Do you remember the good old days of the Xbox One and the PS4, where one day the stock didn't exist, or it was out the back, and the next day it, you, it, was, it was on the shelf, and you just walked in, or if you had a pre-order, they would tell you, yo, you can come in, it's a Thursday night, come get your unit. Yeah. Launch day is tomorrow. And now they're just, because of what's happened, they're now taking pre-orders next year. EB for what they did, EB will not be here. No, this for is the next. This is their last hurrah. Th They'll have is... a lifetime cycle of maybe four, or five years, and then they're gone. We're not going to see EB ever again. And seriously, it gets to the point where I'm not that I'm a financial specialist, but if you have points um, with EB and you want to cash in or you've got gift cards, use it now. Or yep. Use it straight after stuff opens if you're in Victoria, um, and just clear out because it ain't gonna be there so anyway all these poor souls went into eb games online obviously and because you can't pre-order in store it all had to be online because no one wanted to um be unfair to victoria and everyone crashed the website and because so many bots and apparently too there was um a memo stating that for gamestop which is technically eb games is owned by gamestop in the u.s the Series X, these, the GameStop stores only had 6 to 12 units per store 
in the Series S, only two to four units per store. And that's America. That's America. What's Australia going to get? Right. We just got smashed. And then the other problem is, this is the this is the real shit part. So people obviously using bots. Obviously, we have an aversion to bots purely because of Call of Duty. But then when you go and the you use it in a shopping manner. who are like... And then so people who wanted to get the unit, and they didn't tell people when it was either. And so the whole thing that got people so pissed off, especially through JB and EB, was the fact that seven, eight, nine months ago, and we did that. I still have the receipt on the yeah. fridge. You could go into either store and you could tell them that you wanted your email and your phone number to go on a pre-pre-order registry. Yeah. Right? And they had... In, I still have the photo on my phone. Yeah. Right? And they had an info sheet saying that as soon as it was going to... The price... And now, like, the... It would be announced formally. They would allow you, before anyone else, because you are on a pre-pre-order sheet, yeah. they would contact you and say, we need your money now, or you're bunked to the back of the line. Yeah. And so I did it for both EB and for JB, partially because I wanted to see if different stores would have different information. But I always go for JB now because their receipt management is 10 million times better and you can get warranty. Yeah. Through JB. And now seeing what's happened, JB's, you know, obviously had a few hiccups because they sold out as well. Okay, but but would you rather a website crash or would you rather... Okay, as soon as you've added it to cart, like, that's what we had to do with the Xbox. So we woke up 15 minutes early because we had only gone to sleep at 5 a.m. We woke up and I was like, yo, dude, wake up next door. Let's go. Let's go. And now go. there's the other problem. We it, had the link. We did. It was ready to go. We knew the time. We had a minute, uh, like a minute update. I also loaded the EB website on another window because I wanted to see how they would perform. And so we did it with JB. We added it to cart. And then because there were so many people on the website, they couldn't load the delivery only option because you can't select click and collect. You can't select home delivery and you can't select parcel drop because technically the product doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So it's either would you pay $50 with JB or 200 bucks, and then they have to refund you because technically your order didn't go through with exactly. EB. But so how- people were bitching about JB and it's like, I would rather have to add my item to cart hit refresh and then it automatically correct to the delivery option sorry as in the um online only and then go through as opposed to oh uh the website's down yeah it's fucking stupid literally fucking stupid and just seeing the bullshit that fucking happened why why even bother but we sold it, we being Australia, we sold out in like 16 minutes. Yeah. Are you looking for something? No, I'm just sort of... Oh, you know. you're looking at your library compared to your Ushi collection. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking stupid. But seeing people who have now missed out because of bots and apparently hearing that 500 people have their orders revoked due to suspicious activity... Did you also hear that apparently, unfortunately, in the US... People on Amazon were going on Amazon. In Australia, you can't get it on Amazon yet. Yeah. But they were going on Amazon and they were accidentally purchasing the Xbox One X. Yeah. Because a sales went up, I think, like a hun- 750%. Fucking stupid. And then people were like, oh, shit, I thought I had secured it. But in reality, they didn't because they have the One X. And then I panicked when I read that and I was like, oh, yeah, shit. 
a whole heap of people were absolutely pre-ordered the wrong console, like the old gen, not the new next gen. So, and now you look at the prices on eBay. People, we, the last time we said it was seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, but here's the thing. And when I did a math check, that is twenty-two point six. Someone is selling one for thirteen hundred bucks. And they're bidding. That's a bidding war. It's not like it's a... No, this um, one I'm looking at, it ain't... No, but the big one that I saw yesterday. And they're a long-time member. So how many do they have? Because there's buy it now. It isn't... What did they secure? How did they get that? I don't know. Because people are selling their pre-orders. And they had like a pre-order receipt and they obviously blanked out the information. Yeah, this Um, is... So quantity one available. So what they're doing is they're selling one. So literally all they could have done is had four or five things set up. Accounts, like, yeah. Yep, and then just do it that way. Um, and it's just... E-B- E-B-A. E-B-A-Y. It's a joke. And we saw one that was selling for 17500 that was being bidded on. I'm going to have a look to see what that's performing at right now. Because, you know, it's a fucking joke. Absolute fucking joke. Why would you pay seventeen hundred dollars for a fucking Xbox? Because people Xbox? are desperate. It just so people have literally just been sitting there. Thirty-seven thousand one hundred bucks with thirty kids. What? Can I just do a quick math thing on my sure, computer? Sure, go for it. Hold on, thirty-seven. I want to do it on my computer because I could do it in my head, but I also don't want to stuff shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Seven four nine. And see, so that a- is. Forty-nine point five three Xbox X's yeah. that they could buy with that money. Exactly, and here's the thing: it's first edition. But technically, everything's first edition. The only problem is, are you going to get it? No one is going to guarantee you, no matter who you buy it from. No one's going to guarantee you that you're going to have it rock up to your house, or you can pick it up in store on what is it, the tenth of November? Yeah, but here's the thing: say that person has three different accounts. They bought, sorry, ten. They've bought 10 of them, and they all bid high. That's $300,000. That's the highest one, though. That's yeah. the highest one. The next highest one is 11. So, what is it? You can run the other one up to nearly 40000 Um, And then there's one that's 11. Uh, oh, shit. You know what I should do? Let me go to the seller's name and see how many he's got. And this is the thing. These fucking scalpers. King Roy, Australia. Fucking scalpers. They're literally Hand-held. wrecking it for everyone else. Handheld fun, 209. 2009 rather so they've been around for a while but here's the thing essentially legitimate customers were trying to get an item as basic you know consumerism works and essentially the scalpers were able to get in and annihilate everything so they could get the fucking xboxes like fucking bullshit this the guy with the 37,000 bid he doesn't have another one on so I don't think he's a scalper for sure but he's not like it's only one account do you know what I mean so he probably has, I'm, I can't say he does, but at least on this one seller account, um, that's the only one he has. And then let me have a look at the guy, the, I'm assuming they're guys, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be gender discriminatory. Um, and then there's another person from Flat Oaks, New South Wales, and this is their first item, right? Yeah. That, so that's, how, that's a burner account. That's, yeah, that's how you know that that's a scalper. That's a burner. Um, and that's for 11100 bucks. 24 bids already, and the bid war ends in five days, 20 hours. And then the rest, let's go to the next one. Then we've got Mango Hill, Queensland. This person sold 37 things before. 
um, old games that they've used, old console stuff like for the 360, a little headset connect, uh, connector thing. They're selling two Xbox One X consoles. Wow. So they've got two. Wow. Lucky them. Yeah. And they don't have the proof of purchase image. They've just got the stock photo of what the console looks like in the box. Yeah. So imagine if they scam and then literally send out an Xbox yeah. One X. Well, but if they do that. Then there's some in Box Hill from North Victoria. This person has 10 items. Uh, see, there are other items. Also, on the topic of buying stuff, did yeah. you hear that Microsoft has bought ZeniMax Media, which did is you... a, a parent company of, as you know, most of us know, Bethesda software. So it's going to suck to be everyone who wants to play the new Skyrim. Yeah, and the new Doom. Or Scrolls or whatever. But that's like, what, $10.4 billion Australian or $7.5 billion US. So, yeah, maybe they could, you know, chip out a nice Xbox Series X. But here's the thing. Although we say that we pre-ordered our consoles, here's the catch. There is a big-ass disclaimer saying that even though you've got this happening at the moment, you can still miss out. No, you won't miss out. It's just a matter of when will you get it. Well, I hope it rocks up in November. Otherwise, I'll no, be... It's, it's coming in November. It better. Because the one we ordered through... So there are two There are two batches, right? There's the quote-unquote day one, right? And that's the one we got. Then after that, they unlocked it, and that's when they did post-launch sales. We weren't part of the post-launch. We were part of the original day one batch. So it's fine. And you know what? I'm going to do what I did with all the others. I'm going to pay JB Hi-Fi five bucks extra. I ain't even going to go into the store. And then that employee is going to come to my front door and hand it to me in person. He better. Or well, they that's what better. they do. Remember how we got the DVD sale and we got Yellowstone season one and two and like Tom Clancy season two? Yeah. It, it, it's fine. And so here's the thing. eBay. Scalping is legal. Like, it's, you know... That's how, it's, they, that's how they make the money. It's because allowed. doesn't eBay make it... A percentage cost uh, don't they get a commission percentage commission yeah is that how it works yeah so uh, what is what did I say it was um, nearly 37,000 yeah what's the eBay commission on 37,000 let me google okay. that Let's eBay commission blah, blah, blah. on so they take 10% of the final price oh, so 3,700 bucks I would freaking let scalpers scalp too. Yeah. That makes wow. a lot of sense. That's bullshit. All right. Um, last thing I want to talk about. Sorry, I took us on a wild tangent. Um, uh, just a mini kind of case update. When we spoke about Brianna Taylor, I sent you the um, memo yeah. yesterday. But apparently, um, I'm just going to read straight from the document right now. Sorry, let me just zoom in so I can read it clearly um from the louisville metro police department the mayor and the chief of police have sent out to all personnel that uh there's going to be a modification to vacation requests because they're preparing for the attorney general daniel cameron to announce um the brianna taylor case and effectively immediately all um off days are cancelled and there are going to be no vacation requests um so basically Everyone is going to be all hands on deck because they're ex they're expecting another riot explosion, and Ugh. 
I want to say rightly so, but also I don't want the people that are going to go there to riot and to stand for a good cause to get hurt. Yeah, you don't want or anyone being threaten their own lives. But we know this is going to happen. We know people are going to get injured. You know, it's... And I bet you it'll be the police again lying that shit happened when in reality there are going to be so many cameras there. People are going to seriously strap their phones to their faces and live stream the whole thing. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, massive unrest. Not not what you want in any way, shape or form. So It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And are those guys still employed? I haven't... I don't know. I, I haven't actually followed it up. So... Um, we, I guess we just wait and see. Um, one of the dickheads who's still employed, um, Jonathan Mattingly, he sent an email around 2am uh, after the death, after they shot Browner, and was like... Um, all of the people that are rioting right now are thugs. When wow. We're here for a civil rights yeah. march. Not me, as in they were there. Yeah. Um, and he emailed them. See, that's the thing. At what point is it crossing the line? When does that come into effect? Because what I've noticed... If you said that to a police officer, if you shot up a police officer... They're not going to... The same way that they shot her up, you'd be dead in prison. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, people feel the need to go out and... Okay, obviously, you know, we were discussing this in a podcast and obviously I can't comment because at the end of the day, it all comes down to, you know privilege and all that sort of stuff so obviously i'm this is just a neutral comment i'm not taking a side all i'm saying is there's got to be a better way than wrecking the entire populace i understand in america people have the right to vote but completely on the other side of the world observing but they buy votes they buy votes and also if there's rioting going on and just because we were watching jack ryan Polling essentially Americans. It's all a a sham. It's predetermined before they go in. Like, you know, when people are like, um, I read the book by James Patterson and it was the Kennedy curse. And he had all the information, he broke it down. You know, uh, JFK's father, he bought him votes. He didn't even need to campaign because they had already secured his win beforehand. And his dad actually said, like, you know how they have the plane and they invite all the press on the plane as they travel to do yep. interviews and stuff between, um, you know, stops on the campaign trail? Yep. And the dad was like, oh, yeah, you know, I feel bad. Like, he spent, he said $37,000 back then securing his son's win. It's a fucking joke. Corruption is unavoidable, unfortunately. I mean, how, how do you deal with it? How do you... Well, think about it though. If people can't get in and vote, you know, would you be trying to go into an area that's being literally, you know, wiped out by but riots? Also, how are they going to expect people to go and vote in a pandemic? B, they're saying that it's not even going to be safe. No. There's going to be riots and everything. And then in America, it's not, um, you're not forced to vote like you are in Australia. No. And see, that's the thing. So all these people aren't voting 
that straight away goes, okay, well, you're missing a percentage of the vote. How much, like, what percentage of the vote is missing? How much? I think 30% of America votes. 30%? Let me double check that. It's either 30 or 35. You think about it. What percentage? If 30% of America is only voting and 50% of the population is, what, lower class or lower class? There's a lot of bullshit, essentially. Apparently it's 60% in recent elections, 40% during midterm elections. I really thought it was lower. Maybe in the end of a minority voting group. 55% of eligible Americans voted in the 2016 elections. That's really bad odds. For America, the land of the free, that's really, really bad. And technically, didn't Hillary win the last one? Yes. But because America doesn't count all um, votes. Like in Australia, they tell us, at least, that they count everyone's vote. They start with the mail order votes. Yeah. And then on the day, as soon as the polls open at nine, 30 minutes after when they start changing over bins... That's when they start voting, and uh, they start start counting votes. And so we p- used to pride ourselves on getting it done in a day. Yeah. And so by the time the day ended, you would know who your prime minister was. Exactly. Um, and they haven't done that most recently, I don't no. think, because obviously a larger population and stuff. But you find out within three days. Yeah, and then it's all you know. But in America, they project. They make projections. They don't make actual counting information. And then all the numbers come through and everyone's like, oh, shit, you know, that fucked up. We weren't expecting that. Ooh. I don't know. So. Anyway, do yeah. we get into the main topic? I'm so Let's sorry it got rambly, but we're out of practice. I yeah. hope you guys don't mind. It's been My, a while. I hope you guys mand. don't mind. <laughs> hope you don't mind. We're back. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Today. Oh, I probably should have stated by saying that um, we acknowledge it's been a while. Yeah. And so what I've done is done a calculation where if from the month of October, November, and December, if we chunk out turnout, it's going to be a long day, two episodes a week, we'll be back on track by the 1st of January, right? So the we won't have missed on. any episodes. So that's what we're doing now. And um, I really like Halloween. I forced you to like Halloween. So yep. uh, it's the great month to do double-double. Double-doubles. In, uh, to kick that off. So we're going to do creepy shit in October because that's what you got to do. And also, too, I got a comment um, saying that... Um, oh, well, it was... I'd say, yeah, feedback. Um, it was a very, how do we put it, happy, pleasant comment about me uploading to my channel. Um, so apparently, if, you know, I don't upload regularly and all this sort of stuff, they'll just unsubscribe. At the end of the day, good for them. I, I don't care. Can I just say something? Yeah. I twitch. Not yeah. regularly. A minimum twice a week. Yeah. And I do it for like five to six hours a week. And then I have people... I'm not a big channel. No. Right? At all. I've got less than... Actually, I think I have more than ten now. And I have people come to me and they're like, follow for follow. Yeah. And I'm right. like, no disrespect. I appreciate you stopping by and for chatting and um, getting, you know, in the stream however 
I don't give a shit about numbers. Yeah, I... And then the kid's like, oh, if you give me... If you follow me, I'll make sure five of my friends follow you. And I'm like, so you're admitting that one-fifth of your followers are fake? Yeah, pretty much. And so it's like, I appreciate you stopping by, but the numbers don't matter to me. And he's like, oh, you have nine, and I can give you... You know, I can get you to 14. And I'm like, I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. But and no. see, this is what... You know, as much as content... Um, providers deal with as much as the really high end ones don't get me wrong content is what makes you know a channel a platform everything even a podcast people will you know return because they enjoy the podcast we appreciate that we just do it because we have fun we're glad that you actually you know enjoy it as well and you want to listen when we started out we said that these were conversations or shit we would google on our own and then tell the other person yeah, about that, right that's all it is. the only difference is is that we schedule it in and yep. we're like yo I'm just going to have it ready for this specific day. Exactly. Get your shit together. But, you know, if it comes down to building a model and it comes down to playing a video game... And you don't want to do it, I don't what's feel the like, point? I, I mean, I've got the I got the stuff there. I could well and truly sit down and, like, do it all. But the process, um, you know, I just... you got to have some downtime. Sure, I've had, what, just over two years of downtime... <laughs> But <laughs> you're also an essential worker in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the other thing too is, I am working on the editing side of things. But editing, my style of editing, okay. takes time, and it's just you got to put things in perspective. You know, some people have that time. I, I don't. But I will get the stuff coming up. I, I say, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. I do work on it, little bits and pieces. No, you need to tell us your schedule a month in oh, advance absolutely. and we need to in a public forum we need to critique it you know that toilet <laughs> break that you do at 4pm we're getting oh, rid of it. it now I mean some Not of the honestly anymore. some of the feedback I get I absolutely laugh like I I look at it some 12 year old is literally yelling at me and screaming and I'm just like that's great mate I had some guy tell me oh is this your boyfriend's Xbox and I'm like I don't have a boyfriend first off Second off, fuck you. This is a day one OG Xbox One that uh, I purchased on my own. Oh, it's funny. And it's like shit like that. And you just go, people will troll the fuck out of you. And it's just a case of, eh, don't care. You know, don't care. Thanks for coming. You know, bye-bye. See Have ya. Have a great day. Have Thanks a great day. stopping by. I had one guy tell me, oh, yeah, your content's really fucking shit. Yes, I'm like, but have you had a guy from a prestigious <laughs> American... Catholic University, <laughs> right? That was email funny. you using his student email like and tell you how shit. you're a slut, yeah. how you're a whore. You're going to, uh, what did he say? Heaven jail. Oh, heaven jail. No man's going to touch. And I was like, I joked. And I was like, I don't want a man to touch me because I don't swing to mail. Thanks. And um, he went I didn't off. even reply, to be honest. I was like, thanks. <laughs> and so I took that email and I contacted every person... On that mailing list. On that mailing list, every head from the chancellor to the vice chancellor to tutors in his department. Yeah, that's what we call. Here's the, here's the other thing too. As we all know, there are certain, um, I suppose, areas of academia. And okay, not not sorry. I don't say academia. There are certain skill sets that allow certain people, if the rabbit hole presents itself. We will happily bound down the rabbit hole and we will burn bridges. It wasn't burning bridges. No, no, no. Because what would happen is that guy has gone, ah, See, you're dumb. 
But the thing is, I can take that. Oh, right? Yeah. I can deal with it. Because I can objectively... In that situation, I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm so heartbroken. I never want to post on my channel again. No, it's I was very of... much like, really? Really? Fucking okay, fuck you. Bring fuck it. everything about you. Let's fucking go. Let's because I go. don't care from... In that situation, at that moment, I was more pissed off for the fact that he had the audacity to say that to me. And two, I didn't want anyone who was actually participating in discussion with me in the comments or that follows me or not that I'm saying I'm a big person but I have friends that follow me that yeah. I have met online through my channel and I'm very very fucking grateful for that but I didn't want people that are stopping by watching that video to feel that level of discomfort and feel like they were being targeted or someone was going to say something about them for them talking about something that they wanted to give their opinion on right? But here's the thing too why the fuck are they arguing on the internet? Because one of my friends who commented as soon as she saw the, the his, he commented on our thread, yeah, and she was like, "Why, sweetie, you're not getting any?" <laughs> yeah, winning. <laughs> and then I, I like, I have her um, Instagram, so I messaged her as soon as I saw it, and I was like, "I'm so sorry. I was on the bus on the way to uni. I just missed it. I've blocked. Like it was a 20 minute lapse of me not being online, right? Yeah. And I saw the notification. She's like, "Don't worry about it. Like, we've I'll rep I've reported him too." Yeah, just fucking dumb shits. But anyway, all right, we're getting back on today's topic. Yep, we are. All right, Halloween day one. Ooh, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so today we're going to be talking about a topic that I've really wanted to talk about for a very, 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 oh, very yeah. long time. And today we're talking about the Winchester Mystery House, also known as the Winchester dun, Mystery dun, Mansion. Dun. All right, um, normally I'd ask you what you know. Well, let's see. I know that the first, uh, the Winchester Repeating Rifle. Well, we know about that because obviously we've watched a lot of the Winchester Did you have movie. Winchesters on the farm? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No. That's like an older firearm. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, it goes back to the early days of 11, 12. Back when I was able to, you know, do things. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering, you know, the only time I've ever been in 11, 12 is, you know, in a video game. You know, that's pretty oh much it. Oh, my God. Those times were nice. The Wi-Fi was fantastic. Oh, really? If you could call it that. Haven't stopped. Seven days a week. Fifty-eight years. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh my God. Um, so anyway, today we're talking about the Winchester Mystery House. Yes, we are. Owned. It, and first of all, this is a mystery. It's got paranormal lore to it. I'm not saying I believe in it. I like the idea of it, but again, I'm a scientist. A so. scientist. You gotta say it correctly. Scientist, we do not pronunciate words properly on this podcast. Everyone knows that. I pronuncio. Anyway. I pronuncio. Wingardium um, if Levioso. you've seen the movie, it's, the movie was a very... Um, it took the foundations of it, but then they added in the Doctor. So the Doctor didn't exist. That part of the story didn't happen. All right? Yep, yep. And the whole the reason why she was building the rooms to... For that reason that is projected in the movie. Yep. Didn't happen in real life. Alright. Um, this is where I was going to make the joke and say breathe in and imagine that you're sitting on the beaches of ancient Greece. Beaches of ancient Greece. I was going to tell a story, Greece. but never mind. Beaches of right. ancient Greece. So let's jump back to casual 1840. Jump back. Um, I don't know about you, but I find it very hard to perceive olden times. Like, I know they existed, obviously, but I'm just saying I can't picture it. Is out of my realm. I think it's because concept. too the con the congestion back then would have been limited to okay you've got a saloon 
you've got a post office. Well, we're talking about pharmacist. the... This is before the West was won. Okay, right? so this So is, you've got a town of 1,000 people tops. So this is when the West was lost. No, this is before the West was won. So the West hadn't been found. The West has been found. We're about to send soldiers over to, to p- commit genocide. Yay. Not and you talk- say that sarcastically. Yeah, obviously. I say that sarcastically because essentially it literally wiped out like, what, 80% of the, the uh, native population? <sighs> Fuck. Right on. So, 1840, and Miss Sarah Lockwood uh, Party, she was born in New Haven, Connecticut. And there's some, so much fucking creepy shit in New Haven, Connecticut. Apparently it's one of the stops on if you're travelling on the way to Salem, Massachusetts. Um, and shit. But anyway, so Sarah, she was described as a very, very well-educated and very, very bright woman. Couldn't get any information as to what um, education she received. But I'm going to tell you, she was brilliant. She spoke four languages. Again, couldn't find information what they were. But for the time, I would imagine that they would either be French, German, Spanish. Um, and sometimes they would pull another one in. French? I said that first. But thanks but for But you listening. have to say French twice. Because it doesn't have that same impact otherwise. <laughs> this is why I always say French. It's baguette? like, would you like a baguette? Do you know in France, they call the wand, as in like Harry Potter's wand, a baguette magic. A ba- baguette ma- a magic baguette. Anyway. So I like some... the croissant. I like the croissant. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, so uh, a bit of a time skip because t- she's 22. And then she marries, uh, this is 1862, and she, just listen to this name, William Wirt Winchester. Uh, you know how there's DW? This is Triple W. TW. This is TW. Um, and Mr. William Wirt Winchester. Also, how strong is the surname Winchester? Oh, yeah. Like, I guess, I get, that's why they did it for, for Supernatural, the yeah. TV show. Anyway. Um, so, Mr. William is the son of Oliver Winchester, and he is the guy who owned the, at the time, New Haven Arms Company. But then in 1866, four years after his uh, daughter-in-law came onto the picture, they changed their names to the, the changed the company name from New Haven to Winchester, repeating arms company. Here's one for you. This is like, I suppose this is pointing to the, the cause, but also because they're talking French. Impossible n'est pas François, which is impossible is in French. Thank you for that marvellous piece of information. You're welcome. It completely fits the narrative of the discussion I'm trying to hold right now. Exactly. That's why I put it in. <laughs> we call that surprise French. Beautiful. Apparently, if you've ever watched any Western movie... Uh, chances are that the actors carried a Winchester. Yeah. Um, and there's a very famous saying that saying there's a very famous saying that says the Winchester rifles are the guns that won the West. Yeah. The West was won by Good old bolt action rifles. Do you know the Car ninety eight is a Winchester rifle? Really? Yes. Well, there you go. I've learned something. I can't remember which one it's supposed to... Oh, I'll have a look because I had a look at the website and I was like, holy shit, I've seen that before. And then I had a look and I was like... Because technically in Call of Duty and Battlefield and shit... Um, what's the other one? Medal of Honor? Yeah. They don't put the company name in because if they did that, then they'd have to pay a royalty fee, like licensing. Yeah. And they don't have the money to do that. Did you know that it was in World War Two in, v- in the Vietnam War, the Winchester Model 70? Can you stop teasing information that I'm about to say in 20 Sorry, seconds. Sorry, no, but I just wanted to say 
the just quickly the evolution of a, like you think about it from gunpowder to we're bold. talking muskets yeah, right muskets. you're jamming shit and you're in the trees and it's a civil war but and it's fucking raining and you go, gotta tear it out pour it in and then you gotta fucking what's that hold on hold on scene from last man standing musket rifle hold on just two seconds one J- just can you give me a minute? Okay. One. Not even a minute. Just shush. Okay. Hold on. Let's play it now. I love Last Man Standing. Tim Allen's a beast. What are you doing? Cleaning a flintlock musket for the Revolutionary War while enjoying a little bacon and biscuits. This is what our forefathers died for. <laughs> can you do that in your den? The Bill of Rights says I can do this wherever I want to do it. Really? Well, what if your two-year-old grandson walked in here? And overpowers me? Your back could be turned, you could be reaching for a piece of bacon. Yeah, you could grab the musket out of my hand, shove me to the ground, (laughs) pour the correct amount of powder in here, take the ramrod, jam it down there. Get a musket ball, put that in there, take the ramrod back out, jam that down there, half cock it, put a percussion cap in there, fully cock the thing, and somehow shoot me in the foot. (laughs) Keep the safety on. Honey, this whole gun is the safety. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's funny when you anyway. really think about it. So these weapons were limited in use to US, Canada, Mexico, and also by the Ottoman Empire. Mexico. Which I didn't know was still around during the 1840s and shit. You know what I always wondered when I was a kid? Why? Did otters, you know, were they genetically engineered by the Ottoman Empire? Because we know where Ottoman chairs came from. Were they made from otters? I'm not very impressed right now. It's like, don't have an Ottoman. Turkey was a powerhouse. They were. But did the turkey come from Turkey? Cue awkward... Turkey imported from Turkey. Turkey imported Um, from Turkey. What's the other one? That's from the High School Musical 2. You you probably didn't watch that. No. I don't, I don't want to play it because then we get demonetized. Yeah. Not that we're monetized at all, but we'll get... Imagine what's us, the thing where they pull it? Whatever. Imagine us earning money <laughs> as well. All right, so let me give you a quick... I was going to say battles, but then I was like, no, because there are battles within wars, and for a moment I forgot, I corrected myself. So this is a list of wars that they were carrying, the American Indian Wars, the Japanese invasion of Taiwan in 1874, the Russo-Turkish War um, between 70, oh, 1878... 1877 and 78 dyslexic much uh, the Northwest Rebellion I don't remember the that French one. intervention in, Mac- in Mexico the Spanish-American War the Mexican Re- Revolution I can't speak revolution World War One the Spanish Civil War World War Two the Indo-National um, Revolution and the uprising of 1953 in East Germany um, so this isn't me giving a brag list it's just me just explaining like how much these weapons were used it's estimated that their three main models over three million of them were sold and that was over a century ago yeah right so the company changes their name right and sarah ends up delivering the couple's first and only child a daughter named annie Six weeks later, very heartbreakingly, Annie doesn't make it. Um, she, clinically, she had uh, marasmus. And then I had to go look this up because I didn't know what it was. And apparently it's a very, very, very severe um, version form 
of malnutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's characterized by energy defensive deficiency. And you can imagine that at six weeks of age, you need to be fed quite frequently. Yeah. I'm not saying it was anyone's fault, but I'm just saying it's an infant. Things, If you're not feeding an infant, yeah. things go south, south very quickly. Yep. So in, I guess, the law of the whole Sarah's background... Um, she believes that there was another reason for why Annie passed away, but we'll get into that. So, in 1880, her father-in-law, Oliver, um, passes away. I wasn't able to find out how his death was clinically categorised, but um, he's 70 in the 1800s, which is like saying you're 120 now. Yeah, so, I would assume he died of old age. Um, or like end organ damage or something like that. It isn't far stretched to assume it would have been something. Um, at the end, there's going to be a different way that it's tied to the house. And then a year later, in 1881, her husband William dies due to tuberculosis. Ah, uh, that's not good. So she's lost her daughter, her husband, and her father-in-law. I guess she'd be more worried about your child, but in the context of the reasoning, I need to put that there yeah. for a bit later on. So... You know how I love my inflation calculator? Get ready Ooh, to yeah. buckle up. She only inherited a piss-poor inheritance of 20 million US bucks. Oh, jeez. Um, do you want me to tell you how much that's worth today? Oh, because that's... I nearly done shat oh, myself. Piss-poor, is... man. Nothing. Only wow. $20 million oh, in the 1880s? What the fuck? Jeez. No, how dare you? Uh, I'm not going to say this full number, but it's over $509 million. <sighs> right? In US? If you are a lowly Australian like me, I know. If you're a lowly Australian like me, that's about 706 million bucks. Oh, no. Nearly 706.5. Oh, what are we going to do? I know. Hold on. It's so much worse because she received in a lump sum. It just appeared in her account one day. Oh, don't you hate it when banks do that? And then, because that wasn't enough, she inherits 50%. Some people said 50%, and then some people said 51%. But there wasn't any actual stock information I could use to contextualize this. But allegedly, it was minimum 50% of the company. 25% she inherited from her husband. And the other 25% is what her husband had inherited from her father. Oh, no. Right? So she's a majority owner in the company. Oh, don't you hate that? And then, because the fucking $20 million wasn't enough. This poor woman, right? She's going to grovel to the grain. Oh, no. You know, grains growing in the earth. She gets paid a thousand dollars a day. Oh shit! In that's royal, not much. Like, in royalties, oh, right? That's, that's not much at all. Today in the US, obviously it would change in the year, but I did it from the year that her husband passed away. So the time, because yeah. obviously it would the inflation changes for every year. But I wasn't going to count another fucking thirty-seven different Jeez, inflations. So a, I'm sticking to eighty-one, oh, not eighteen eighty-one. That's a tough life. Twenty-five thousand four hundred and eighty-two dollars and sixteen US bucks cents, whatever. And then if you're Australian, $35,513.41. Do you know you could live off the interest you could of just, that money? Just put it in the bank, off you go. Or you could just build a mystery house and oh, yeah. do that. Mystery house. So um, just chump change. Nothing yeah. serious. You're not going to get very... I'm joking, obviously. I don't want anyone to think <laughs> I'm being serious. People and then, think we're serious? Since when? <laughs> and then I saw this one thing, like one news article, and it's like, that money made her one of the richest women in the world. And I was like, dude, name people, men, that were worth $20 million in the late 1800s. 
She was one of the richest people, men included, in the world. Yeah. She name a man. How many men were making no. fucking a, a thousand bucks a day back then? No, I, I got none. Exactly. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm not saying that there weren't men, but I'm saying I'm assuming not that many men were making that much money a day. No. But they have to be like richest women. No, person called in her company. If she was stupid, would the family have given it to her? No. Exactly. No, She's a beast. I'm a boss ass bitch. 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 Anyway, so as you can imagine, um, she was very plagued with grief posthumously, which means after she's passed away and now we have these things called psychiatrists. Um, They have diagnosed her clinically with depression, but obviously they can't interview her, so it is what it is. But obviously you can imagine you'd be very freaking broken hearted. Oh, you would be. Um, So this is the legend, and I'm kind of inclined to believe where the origins are because it makes sense as to why she sets up a seance room, but she was very heavily into spiritualism. And then I looked back and then I found out that I don't think people realised how big spiritualism was when it first came around in the late 1800s. And what I mean by that is it wasn't considered like so woo-woo, witchy-witchy, vegan-vegan, hippie-hippie as it is now. The people were like really interested in it because they saw it as a thing to contact their loved ones. And scepticism wasn't as big a thing back then, right? And a lot of people who had money, unfortunately, fell prey. And people who didn't sold everything because they thought that they could get one last moment with their loved ones. Yeah, and they just got preyed upon. And that's not me saying spiritualism is fake, but I'm just saying there was money to be made. Yeah. Right? Um, So Sarah wasn't an exception to the whole spiritualism takeover. And she felt like something was off. And she was like, these deaths are not normal. I think that there's some sort of, like, curse upon my family. There are some shenanigans going on. Yeah, there's some shenanigans afoot here. So she visits a psychic at the suggestion of a friend that I could never get a name for. Yep. Um, And apparently he was one of the most famous ones at the time, and he lived out in Boston. His name was Adam Coons. I'm not trying to be racist in saying that name. No, um, it's, it's I just name. want to say that that's his name. Yeah, I yeah, fully just... support for the coon name change. I'm just saying what this guy's name was. All right. So she goes to Adam and she's like, yo, I want to communicate with my husband on the other side. And awesome Adam says, oh, sorry, um, we can't do that because your family's cursed by the countless lives killed by the Winchester rifles. And that's a quote. Wow. Allegedly. You know, for the reporter that was sitting in the room. Yeah. While they were having this conversation. And um, so he tells this broken-hearted woman that um, the spirits of the victims had already caused her child and husband and father-in-law to die. Um, and that the spirits are angry and she needs to essentially atone for the mistakes her family has made. And she's got to move out west, and he meant California, where the majority of the guns were used at the time because, you know, that's where the guns are built the west. Right. And um, he tells her that she's got to build a house and that she's got to keep building because if the hammers ever ceased, she would die. Wow. Um, and so, you know, she's a rich-ass bitch. Strong-ass bitch. Boss-ass like, bitch. All the hammering was to keep out her tinnitus. 
Seriously though, but after 38 years of hearing hammers and nails and whatever the hell they used in saws, you'd be- The house is so large, you wouldn't hear it anyway! Well look on the bright side, at least the house got absolutely- like anyone in the house got absolutely hammered. Uh, 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 Alright, anyway. So this is my main joke of the evening and I hope you all appreciate it. Better. So, um, you know, as you do, she went on to realestate.com. Oh, <laughs> and um, as you do in the 1800s, and she found just a casual 161 uh, acre plot of orchid, orchards. As you do, because that's what you do, right? And um, and on this really really tiny parcel of land that's only 161 acres, um, there was an eight room, two story farmhouse, and that was the beginning of the Winchester Mansion. It's only tiny. Well, teensy wincy. Who do you know that has eight bedroom houses? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anyone. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Right, and this is the 18th. This tells you a level of opulence, right? Opulence. Do you know what my answer. family was doing in 1884? Making snow cones. My maternal grandfather wasn't even born yet, but his family was going through some rough shit, right, with the wars and shit. Um, I can't speak to. They were probably struggling too. But the point of being is, it's like a complete. Poverty didn't exist to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, donate your money to a good cause or some shit. People good are course. dying around the world, but it is what it is. So, the only thing that she left untouched in this very tiny, uh, very crappy farmhouse was the attic. Yeah. Right? Everything else has been torn down or repaired or fixed, right? The only thing that is still there untouched is the attic. So... Between 1884 and 1922, she decides that she's going to have tradesmen working on the house 24-7 every day of the year because she believed uh, Mr. Adam, who said that if they stopped, she would die. Um, allegedly, I wasn't able to find photos of this myself, but apparently you can... So she passed away of heart failure of old age. Like, she was an old woman, right? Yeah. Lived a good life. Not really, but you yeah, get what I mean. Good enough. Right? Um, like, she went through some serious fucking grief. But financially, bitch had it made. Oh, yeah. So, allegedly, um, she died. They told the workers. And you can see the moment where the workers stopped hammering nails. Because they're only half knocked into the wood. Wow. And apparently, like, there's pains. Not pains, but, like, two by fours, let's say. That are in, that are put... In the, the the foyer of the yeah. house that you can see where they've been half hammered and it just stopped. Construction wow. just stopped halfway through. Because they were like, I guess it's done. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. I, I can't speak to the validity of it because I couldn't find any pictures, but allegedly... That's pretty crazy. Right? Um, however, and then I did some more digging... But there are letters that she wrote herself to, like, architects because... Um, so there were times that construction had to stop because at the beginning she relied on architects to draw shit up and they would have to, like, obviously get them sent to her. And there were lapses in time where she was waiting for things and so construction, in her own words, like, letters that people have read and people have found are somewhere. I don't know where they're stored. But there were times where she's like, no building is occurring. Yeah. So I can't speak to the 365 if you're telling me that she's written letters. 
saying that at some points construction was paused. Yeah, no, it's something must have happened. And like honestly, there'd be like, what about during like really heavy weather and stuff? Oh, they worked inside. Ugh. Anyway, um, so because architects didn't get back to her in plan with plans in time or whatever, she became the architect. Oh gosh. And so she designed the rooms herself. Um, and then some people say, well, she mustn't have had an architectural training, and that's probably why there are mistakes, like you know the door that leads to nowhere in the back courtyard. Yeah. Um, where doors would open to a brick wall and stuff. So she started... The reason why the house is so jumbled is because she doesn't know what she's doing. Allegedly. Right? Um, and then there's another theory that said, said that her grief motivated her to keep busy. She didn't give a fuck what she was building. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to design this. I would like this room and we're going to put it here. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But just put as it here. As soon as you're done... I want you to tear it down and we're going to rebuild another yeah. thing here. Um, and that's fair enough. And then I thought to myself, like, this is very similar to, like, what my family believes. And they're like, if money is cursed yeah. for whatever reason, you, get rid of it. you want to get rid of it and you don't want to give it off to your own family. Yeah. Right? So she was, like, in my... not doesn't seem that I believe that. But she would have been, like, in the way I was taught to think about cursed money is like you want to get rid of that shit before the next yeah. generation came but again she didn't have kids the most closest thing she had was her niece but <coughs> it was all just that's know. a different story so um she was really nice to the workers she paid them three times the going rate jeez no wonder um, they, they were like yeah mm. and she wanted to make sure that they were safe at all times so she made sure that they were working in safe shifts yeah um so essentially you get this very confusing, convoluted, never-ending looking floor plan mansion. Yeah. Uh, the house was in Queen Anne. And let me just say, it is beautiful. Like you look at yeah. it. Yeah. Obviously it's... they've renovated it and done it up for the tours and stuff in modern, like now. But it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so they estimate that she would have built between 500. Like they have plans for between 500 and 600 rooms. Um, but because of her tearing stuff down, as it stands right now in San Jose, California, um, there are only 161 rooms. Only. Only. Um, only. At the time of her passing, there are 161 rooms. So, today, as it stands, people have gone through, the caretakers. Apparently, the same family of caretakers has taken care of this house from when they first moved across the country from Connecticut all the way over to West Coast the same family generation after generation is a caretaker far out alright so they've done a count apparently the house has 2,000 doors 10,000 windows 47 stairways and fireplaces 17 chimneys 6 kitchens 3 elevators and 13 bathrooms far out imagine dusting that that would be an absolute Pain in the ass. Sorry, Becky. I made myself some omelette in the kitchen. I need you to go clean it up. I left the pan there. Yes, mum. Yes, yeah. mum. And then you got to fucking go through 50 kilometres worth of hallway to find which kitchen she used. Wow. <laughs> that would be... In, that, that, that's just like some nightmare shit. Or otherwise you just get the ghosts to help you. <laughs> 
smart man. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Yep. Anyway, um, so a lot of people question like dead end staircase, like the one that's in the movie. That's real. The set that they used in the movie wasn't the real staircase, but that's that staircase exists. It's a really messed up staircase Um, too. Chimneys didn't go through walls properly, so like say some chimneys would go through like four floors or three floors, and they worked. But some of them say that this was a second story. The chimney didn't go through the floor properly. Yeah, it was just a tunnel, and then that was it. Right, like it reached here, but there's still another floor to go. So the smoke and it would didn't just go. go in that room. But they didn't use it. It was just there. Wow, broken. Right. Yeah. Um, windows, like we said, like for example, say we have this kitchen wall. They would just open it, and there's nothing like there's having nothing. a door right here. And having a door there. right here to the wall. And there's literally right? nothing. And like, what do you need that for? I don't know. <sighs> for all the things. So, if you believe the legend, they say that she built it that way because she wanted to confuse the spirits to make sure that they would get lost if they were looking for her. Because oh. you know how they said they come. The guy was like, you know, unless you if you stop, they're gonna kill you. Yeah. And so she's like, oh my god, I need to build this house so that way if if it's so convoluted they can't find me. Yeah. In the movie, um, she built a house specifically tailored to a person who had died by the Winchester rifle. Yeah. And she would invite their spirit in, and then they would be in that room, and then she would help them realize that they were in fact dead, and then they would pass on. I quite liked that movie adaptation. Yeah. Opinion, but they'd rock up and have a chitty chat. Chitty chitty yeah. chat. Yeah. Chitty as you do. I, I don't know about you though, but I ain't buying a Ouija board. I'm not no, having any that. kind of conversation through Ouija board. But that's just me. Um. And because she was smart and she was schooled in subterfuge, she was like, you know what? I'm going to rotate which room I sleep in every night. <laughs> and so imagine, like, I'm doing this research and I'm like, imagine poor Becky the maid. And she's like, do I wash the sheets? Or do I just wait for her to come back into this room? Like, what do you do? You just wait. Like, what, <laughs> what, do you do? what do you do? What do you do? She's freaking crazy. But she's paying the money, like, and she was apparently really nice. But I'm not having a go at her, but also, like, the poor mate. Wow. Imagine having to be the person that every night had to, like, tap the the candles out. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, imagine being that person and you're like, shit, where am I? It's like, oh, no, I'm lost again. Great. So apparently the house as it stands today is over 24,000 square footage, which I can't understand that because I'm an Australian and I also don't own a house. <laughs> it's literally a case of a whole lot of lost. But um, apparently that's like 2,229.67 metres square. How much is a normal house square metre footage? I have no normal idea. Normal average house square foot. Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Level look. I need to figure this out. Oh, uh, 255.3. Okay, there you go. So she's got um, Shit ton. a lot more than... Most. <laughs> Shit. Jesus Christ. See, I can't... Unless it's numbers, I can't visualise it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to reason it with what... I'm sorry. That's how my brain works. It's annoying. But then I get people who are like, you know what, thank you for doing that because otherwise I wouldn't have understood. And I'm like, you're most welcome, darling, because I didn't get it either. All right. So that's 10 times 
the amount of the house that I'm gonna buy. Yeah, she fucking had shit tons. That's ten times. Ho- this house that we rent is like a third of that. Yeah. Imagine just ten of this. Yeah, fucking. Whoop. And it was bigger than that. <laughs> okay. And then she was like, "You know what would be smart? If I put my seance room smack bang in the middle of the house." Oh, I know they're after me, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invite them in every night. Specifically at 2am. Fucking hell. <laughs> I know they're out to get me, but let's talk to them. <laughs> at 2am every night. Um, or morning, depending on what kind of person. For me, it's morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's what she did. Um, how did she talk to them, you ask? Oh, just a casual Ouija board and plan shit. And um, by the way, uh, the door had a lock. And she was the only person that had a key for that lock. And she only ever went in alone. And what's one of the rules of a Ouija board? Let me tell you. You always say goodbye. You never break the circle. You never play in a graveyard. And you know what else? You never fucking play alone. Yeah. Miss fucking Sarah's like... Deuces. <laughs> for 38 years, she's in there and she's like, I know you're out to get me. Let's chat. Let's fucking party up. She played... She literally played multiplayer. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway. Football's on, Sarah! Football's on, Sarah! Football's on! Uh, so anyway, um, allegedly... Uh. So this is what I don't understand, right? First of all, she's terrified that they're coming after her, but she invites them in. Literally breaks the rules. Secondly, allegedly the spirits are telling her how to design and build the mansion... But she wants to get away from them, so why would she take their input? Exactly. Right. Because psychoses. And then Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved, who we absolutely love. Not Shane, who's the... Hey, demons, it's me, your boy. But the yeah. scaredy cat. Demons. 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 It's me, your boy. Um, he also said that, and he's like, if I'm trying to build... If she's trying to build a house to make it confusing for them, why is she getting building instructions from them? Yeah. It can, defeats the whole purpose. Anyway, so the seance room has one entrance and 13 exits. And then you're going to ask me, what's an exit? We're talking windows. <laughs> We're talking fireplaces. We're talking random shit like that. Right? Okay. Um, and so she loved the number 13. And this is where it gets a lot of confusing because I've already told you that spiritualism was really big back then. Um, a lot of people, particularly of the Christian faith, say that uh, 13 represents bad luck. But in a lot of other religions, for example, Wicca, um, and a lot of other alternative religions or belief systems, believe that number 13 is actually good luck, um, and that it repels evil. And Sarah was one of those people. So um, how far did she go with this? Let me tell you. Her will had 13 sections. She signed her will 13 times. Wow. She ensured that she had 13 bathrooms. People say she had 13 bedrooms, but that's not correct. She actually had 30 bedrooms. Each staircase had 13 steps. The ceiling rendering had 13 tiles. Yeah. Um, She specifically had chandeliers made for her. And what I mean by that was they would send... Because back in the day, the biggest you could get was a 12-candle chandelier. Yeah. She would say to her staff, no, 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 make space for a 13th candle. Fuck. So they would forge a chandelier for her that held a 13th candle, right? They were rigged to hold 13. Yeah. And then, because she's a rich-ass bitch, she makes the salesman of Tiffany 
in New York City, travel to her rural fucking farm in San Jose, and he's like, I want stained glass. She has a beautiful stained glass window room, right? And the most beautiful pieces. And she's telling the designer of Tiffany that she wants this teeny tiny glass thing that isn't even in the window. It's just set as a display now in the room. Yeah. To have 13 fucking precious gemstones wow. in there. And they're like, yes, Miss Winchester, we're going to have it done for you. What colours would you like? What specifications? Where do you want to place? And she's like, here's my design. And they're like, yes, Miss Winchester, we'll have it it's express delivered to you, you know, with it via our concierge. Jeez. Imagine just... <laughs> wow. Um, the glass pieces in that room were I estimated I couldn't get an original value of what they were worth back then but people say that it's in today's money worth approximately 350,000 US bucks or 484,000 Australian bucks shit yeah and then so um, we return to a bit of a timeline here and then so in 1906 there was a San Francisco earthquake and it severely damaged her mansion um, and she was actually trapped in a room and she was like really creeped out and she thought like this that was the end you know what I mean and she got really panicked about it um, allegedly she bought a ranch that lived on that property um, I, I'm not really going to talk about it too much today but essentially you know she had a sister and a brother-in-law and that's you know the niece yep. in the movie that's there and they had like a, a tiny house of like 12 rooms on the property you know what I mean just a tiny ranch house yeah um, and so she lived in that for a little while, and there are split stories later on that say that she died on the, in that ranch or that she died in the house. But from what I understand, she did die in the house. Yeah. But anyway, so she lived in that ranch. She bought it, got her sister and her husband and niece to move in, and um, she lived there for a little while because she was just so rattled by it. Apparently, they literally had to free her with a crowbar because that's how much the room had collapsed. Shit. That she was in. Um... At the top of the house, one of the main spire parts, there's a, a room called the Witch's Cap. Um, it's got a very high ceiling in the... It's an attic, essentially. It's a very high ceiling, and it's got a canonical roof. Um, and if you stand dead centre in the room and you talk, these acoustics of the room bounce your voice around you. And it's, like, Shit. really cool. I saw that on BuzzFeed Unsolved. Nice. Um... One of the most active areas of the mansion is the basement, and people often pick up sounds of footsteps, even though there's no one in the house to walk around. Mm. And see, that's what fucks me up more than anything, because I feel like if something's there, if there's a... Not that I'm saying I believe in it, but if there was something there and he was there to kill me, charge me, right? Just appear right in front of me and take me out, right? So Either make my heart explode and stop... Or give me like two seconds to run so I can get away from me. But I want it to happen straight away. I can't stand when it's like, oh, the front door's going to creak. And you're going to hear. Oh. And try. Yeah. Just take me. I don't want to deal with it. It's like. Ooh. I'm either going to go or not. Just don't fuck with me. Just and take then suddenly me. it turns into like an episode out of, you know. Scooby-Doo. It's like, oh, you were behind this mystery all along. <laughs> I can't do it. Not today. <laughs> so, essentially, they've reasoned that... Um, now, let me tell you a story. So, the family... You know how they? I told you they have the tours now and stuff? So, they're getting the house ready for the tours and they're repainting everything and they're getting all the trash out and they're making it safe and public liability and shit, right? And so, they've got workers there and 
they're doing their work and they see this guy in white overalls pushing a wheelbarrow massive handlebar moustache yeah and they're like hi how's it going he doesn't talk to them and he just keeps walking keeps walking with his wheelbarrow and then they saw him so frequently that they assumed he was an employee like they just assume because you're not going to be like oh shit you know and then so they go to the caretaker family and because you know how you have to sign out with the foreman yeah so they're like oh what about the guy in the white overalls with the wheelbarrow and signed out today and they're like what do you mean what we guy? don't have that guy here and they're like no 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 we see him every day and they're like what are you talking about what are you talking about and then they're like you don't understand and so they get to the basement and they found a picture of him apparently this picture is displayed in the foyer as well and on the they had the like they I don't know who it was but they had written the names of the people in the photo and his name was Clyde yeah right and so they went back in records and they found out that Clyde was the coal guy so he worked the coal chute yeah for the for the mansion and everyone that lived on there right and all the workers so his job was literally to go to the coal shed yeah get the coal wheel it to the basement and shovel it in the chute the coal chute yeah that's right and so his path was so ingrained that that's what he did and And apparently people say they still see him doing that job yeah wow he doesn't talk he doesn't look at anyone and just does his shit Jeez. I can't say if it's real or not, but I'm just telling you. Interesting. Yeah. Again, couldn't find a picture of him online. It is what it is. Um, the most active area in the house is her bedroom. And then you're going to say to me, but you told me she rotated bedrooms. Yeah. And then my reasoning is, I think that they call it her bedroom because that's the bedroom she died in. Okay. Right? Yeah. Out of the other 30? Yeah. That um. Sense. So a group of four paranormal investigators went there and they allegedly saw a red orb of light that exploded. Boom! And then faded. Ah! Thank you. Um, one of the investigators just happened to be a psychic and she goes, oh, there was a... It was a couple, but there were servants um, and they were huddled in the corner. It's sound effects time. Oh, please, Mr. Don't hurt us. We um, got the bell thingy. Ooh. So Sarah unfortunately passed away on the fifth of September, nineteen twenty-two, at the ripe old age of eighty-two. Twenty bucks says she heard a voice and fell down the dumb waiter. No, she died of um, heart failure Kaboom. in her sleep. That was the red burst. Ooh, you're brutal. Yeah. Hemoglobin <laughs> um, explosion. Congestive heart failure is not fun, dude. No shit. There's a person who had to take a like a, a lecture series. Yeah, environment. Yeah, it's, that fun. It's bad. Cardigan. I remember I came home to you. It was like March of my second year, and it was the first unit. And I was like, dude, these are all the ways I could die of heart failure. And you're like, you need to calm down. You're 20, not 70, and you don't eat cholesterol. You need to calm the <laughs> fucking morbidity the fuck down. Calm your morbidity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is um, very nice morbidity. So now, back then it wasn't a town, um, but now it's zoned into the area of San Jose, California, which I've already said. She was, I don't want to say shipped back, but her final resting place, she travelled back east one more time. 
uh, and she was led to rest in the Evergreen Cemetery in New Haven, Connecticut. And then I assumed when I read that that, that meant she was going to be led to rest with her daughter and husband. And then I found out that, yes, that was the case. Um, and then they were left with not only the house, but the literal millions of dollars worth of furniture that she furnished the house with. Yeah. Right? Um, so she left everything in her will to her niece, Marion um, Marriott. And the niece allegedly took what she wanted and then auctioned the rest off. Um, according to the current owners of the house, it took movers eight truckloads a day for six and a half weeks to empty the entire house of furniture. Shit. Um, her biographer said that there was no evidence to support that. Uh, they didn't mention the former... So when they went to sell the furniture, they didn't tell the auction house where the furniture came from. Oh. Right? So therefore that meant that you can't track... Yeah. How much that furniture was sold for or where it went. Yeah, it was like all... It's I reckon a lot of it was just hush, hush, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. Yeah. Um, because back then you didn't need to... So essentially, there could be some rich bitch in New Haven sitting on Sarah's chair or ottoman. Yeah. Like you said, that would be creepy. But regardless Ooh. of the place, you don't necessarily know. Um, so basically... Theoretically, you might be able to track it down, but it'd be very hard. Like, you'd have to know if it was something that was specifically designed for her. Like, for example, a Tiffany glasses, yeah. the stained glass window. And they were like, we made that. Here's our brand. Yeah. Um, therefore, you can. that's all I can think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, basically, the furnishings that exist in the home today for tours are donations or loans. And they did their best to reflect the furnishings to the period, you know, the 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. Um, because she was such a private person, there aren't any known interior photographs taken. So the exact furnishings are a mystery. And then I was thinking, like, but wouldn't you be able to see what Marriott had? Marion, sorry? Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, maybe she wasn't really, you know, into all that shit as well. Um, but then, um, yeah. I guess the home was auctioned to the highest bidder. I don't know who the current owner is. They decided to make it an attraction, which good for them. Yeah. Um, the first tour was on the in February of 1923, five months after she passed away. Um, about a year later, Harry Houdini, um, in 1924, he toured the home. Um, and apparently they have this thing where they say the energy is a lot higher during Halloween. Yeah. Because apparently that's when the veil... Is supposed to be the thinnest. Um, fun fact about him, and I don't want to spoil it because I want to talk about him in a future episode, yeah. but he was like the king of skepticism. Yeah, yeah. And like he, along with Randall, the yeah. amazing Randall, were like, they were a duo and they were like, we're going to stuff up anyone who's profiting off people yeah. and they're scamming people. Um, so he tried to debunk, and he successfully did a lot of the time, um, a lot of spiritualistic claims. He publicly outed a lot of these scammers and called them charlatans um, because he admitted that people prey on yeah. people in, and loss and grief. Um, he alleged he had nothing of the sort to say about the mansion. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. So, I don't know. Um, and then a, f a few years later... On the 31st of October, 1975, uh, Jeanne Borgen, who was a psychic, and Joy Adams, a medium, they decided they wanted to go to the mansion and they want to hold a seance in Sarah's bedroom. And then 
Jeanne decides that she's going to go into a trance because she feels Sarah's overpowering, that's a quote, spirit. Um, and then Joy sees Jeanne age. Yeah. Right? She gets, her face is like lined with wrinkles, her skin starts to fall, um, and then she passes out. Yeah. And then Joy has to wake her up. Um, and then allegedly, you know. That was her spirit telling him to... Fuck off. Pretty much. The same place for you to mess. Yeah. Alright. Um, and then I watched the Ghost Adventures episode and obviously it's so highly manufactured. But yeah. I love them like, just as people. They're really cool. Yeah. And so they're running around the house and obviously Zach's putting it up because, you know, he's an actor. Yeah. And then they got lost. Yeah. And they're like, I, have we been in this room before? And then Adam's like... Uh... uh yeah, and then Zach's like, "No, no, you were with a camera in that room filming me in this room. Yeah. You've already been in here." And then the other guy who starts with A, I can't remember his name, and he's like, "I, I, the, <laughs> but it is what it is." Anyway, so you know the staircase in the movie yes. where she's shot by her grandson who's being possessed. Yeah, that's called the switchback stairs, oh, and they're there. very t- tiny stairs. And yeah. very narrow. Right? So they're really, like, packed. Yeah. Um, and apparently, um, that could be a portal, a vortex. Mm. So they say, but people have gone in with, like, uh, electromagnetic frequency readers. Yeah. Um, people say that they feel funny as they're walking up the stairs, but also they're so tiny and they're so tight. You'd get claustrophobic and you've, like, really got to contort your body to get through them. Yeah. I reckon that's what you're feeling. Yeah. And also, you got to walk through four of those tiny little things. Yeah. But, I'm just saying. Um, so, yeah, apparently, the more recently, the hallway on the third floor has seen a spike of activity. And I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode, and do you want to know what it was? What was it? A bat. Ah! Uh, batty. Batty, batty, batty. Um, interestingly, uh, they locked all the bathrooms. And the house is no longer connected to water because the guests... So they don't want the guests to use them. Yeah. And they reason that if the guests... Because the guests would get lost. Yeah. And they'd leave them in like they wouldn't know. And so they're like, we don't want people to get split from the group so they have facilities outside for guests to use when they're taking to us. Um, they're making so much bank, even during COVID, with their tours... They have a virtual tour, Shit. right? This is their promo. The Winchester Mystery House is now open for self-guided garden tours. The official video access tour is now available to rent or purchase. We invite our guests to experience the beautiful and bizarre mansion from the comfort of your own home. Five ninety-nine to rent for seventy-two hours, and thirteen ninety-nine. These are obviously US bucks to yeah. purchase. Wow. Additionally, we are offering guests unprecedented virtual access to the Winchester Mystery House on the all-new Immersive 360 Tour. And if that wasn't enough, they have their own merch. Wow. I put a link in our show notes. Um, they sell mugs. One of them actually looks really cool. They sell uh, a, a Mystery House fan bundle. If you buy them individually... Um, it is like sorry, there there are three of them. One is thirty four ninety nine, 
one is $24.99, one is $12.99, like one tinier book um, is $12.99, and they have a different bundle, which I think is... See, to me, is that not that? Yeah. But they put this weird tea towel in there for you, right? Or a pair of socks, right? Yeah. For an extra 15 bucks. <laughs> uh, right? So if you just want the books, you'd buy that. Anyway, um, they sell socks. They sell mugs. How cool do the mugs look? And it's like got the Queen Anne impression in the ceramic. And then there's also like the gold lines, which That's are really, nice. really cool. And then they have a journal with like a portion of the house, like the map it would have appeared. And they've got a cup and tea set uh, being mugs. But, um, yeah, if I ever travelled, I want to go there, but I'd also want to go to a church straight afterwards, and then I'm going to get blessed. Yeah, because it's uh, Winchester big time. People get married there. Wow. On the gardens and stuff. Like, you go on Instagram, and you just type in um, Winchester Mystery House. The gardens would be nice. Beautiful. Look at that. Like maintaining. Look at that. Yeah. Alice Cullen who? Yeah. That's a really nice. The house is beautiful. Like it's so well made. How much do you reckon, you know, how long do you reckon, or how many people do you reckon it takes to maintain that annually? Literally. Apparently to paint the place every five years, it's 20,000 20, gallons. Jeez. What's 20,000 gallons? But also too, is that show? house heritage listed? Yes. Yes, it is a heritage site. Um, yeah. And landmark site too, I think. Yeah. Now, you'd hate to have a fire go through that. It's not connected to... They don't let fire in, like, candles in or anything like that. No, no, no. It's not connected to water. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's Cali, so there's chance of earthquakes and shit. Yeah. Uh, the owner is Winchester Investments, LLC. There we go. Um, and they operate in Minneapolis. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, it's just a, a lot. Very much so. It was added to the, um, U.S. National Register of Historic Places, um, in, on the 7th of August, 1974. There you go. Um, it's a late Victorian Queen Anne style house um, it's California historical landmark number 868 jeez wonder what number one is I'll have a look for you because obviously you know how it fits in Ooh. Uh, it's based on um Counties. Ah, okay. And then the numbers depend on the county you're in. Okay, there we go. Allegedly. Very spooky. Very spooky. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. I can get a list of them. Uh, yeah, it's by county. So, like, you have to go to Almeida County first. Because yeah. it's the first one. And then on there, it's the Almeida Terminal First Transcontinental Railroad. Hmm. And then it's the Berkeley City Club and then the Camino of Rancho San Antonio. And like then there's churches, Coast Guard Lightship, a vineyard, a ton of stuff. 
Cool. But yeah. Apparently they do like Halloween stuff every year. They deck it out. Um, they have pumpkins and creepy stuff. I don't know if they do a haunted march, so to speak. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a, a haunted house tour. But that's it. That's what I got for you today. Excellent. You can have meetings and events there. Um, they have like a wedding plan that you can do through there and a gallery. Like this is a picture I saw on Instagram and I ain't a goth, but fuck yeah, I'd wear that. that fuck yeah, crazy. I'd do that. Like she looks beautiful. The the photography is gorgeous. It's a kind of whimsical, you know what I mean? And then they still do like normal contemporary Weddings like all white and shit, and they try and do it like farmhouse. Look how beautiful that centerpiece is. You're like, yeah. I, I don't in, subscribe to this bullshit, but I'm a nod just in case you stab me. Um, but it they put a lot of work and effort into it, and it looks really cool. Looks crazy. So, um, yeah, they do a lot of team building events there. Um, let's see what venue sites they offer. Like, let's have a look. All the venues, the carriage house. Shakespeare Grand Ball. Look at that. That's a nice wall. Yeah. Uh, the Shakespeare Grand Ballroom, up to 30, 50 reception style thing, uh, seating. Venetian Dining Room. Um, then they've got the gardens, which you spoke about, like with the Oz boxes and shit. I want to die for that shit. Look at that. That's beautiful. Um, where you can seat up to 200. And then, like, if that's not enough, we have a meeting house called the Winchester Room. Yeah. Very cool. I wonder if that's where George Bush signed his deal to send America to war. Oops, did I say that out loud? Oh, oh. we have a conspiracy. Another conspiracy. Gotta love them conspiracies. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. Awesome. Um, I'm sorry that this probably is very long, but like I say, we're out of practice. Yeah. And also, hi, we're back. Also, Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. Um. I've been asking you for like four months if I could decorate the house for Halloween and every time you were like, you need to reel it in a little bit. It's yeah. too early, otherwise a novel two will fade off. Yeah. Um, so when am I allowed to, because the point we're recording this is Wednesday the 23rd of September, because I want to start pre-recording, because yeah. um, busy, you're busy. Um, when can I decorate the house? October 1st. Okay, can I just clarify? Does that mean I can go through the storage in, in the garage and bring things into the house on the last day of September? Yeah. So that way it's ready to deck everything yeah, out? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's fine. All good. Um, am I, I'm thinking of skipping doing the tree. Or do you want the tree? Up to you. I'm just wondering. Up to you. Let's see if I can find it. I don't have a <laughs> I squished it. It's all squished. <laughs> But, um, yeah, money to be made, shit to be had. Thank you so much for stopping by and to everyone who um, waited for us to, I guess, quote-unquote, come back. We have a topic request form. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, Luminary, Player FM, uh, Podbean, Podchaser, Radio Public. You can subscribe to us via email. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, Swoot, TuneIn and Overcast. We've got um, our re-uploads that we put to YouTube. Yep, yep. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can email us at controllersandcouches at gmail.com. He's Full Metal Chicken. Yes, I am. I am Steph Fafar on everything, and I yep. Twitch stream at least two or three times a week. Yep, yep. Um, thank you so much, and you'll hear from us 
in a couple of days. Well, yeah. It'll be a couple of days for you, but we're yeah. going to record this pod- that pod- episode tomorrow. Absolutely. So uh, on that note, thank you. Thank you. Stay spooky. Stay, stay safe. Spooky. And also wear masks. Wear masks like you know full length Darth Vader mask. Make sure you have the right lightsaber. Um, so yeah, until then, may um, the force be with you. And also with you. Uh, live long and prosper. Uh, and we'd be signing off. Oh yeah. Adios. Yep, this is Looney One. Yep, signing we'd be, off. We'd be gone. Oh, well, we'll be back. But yeah. <laughs>